Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel any time. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. Right. All right. All right. What's up, everybody? I got the one and only Jason Burmas here. Jason Burmas on YouTube. Jason Burmas on Rockfin, more importantly. And uh, Jason, dude, thank you so much for coming on. It's an honor to have you here. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, brother. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's uh, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to dive into. Um, you know, in case in case the audience is not aware of Mr. Jason Burmas here, um, you guys got to check out the, the the classic Loose Change. Uh, that's probably the first place I heard about about Burmas here, and uh, you know, I heard, heard Alex ca- calling him uh, just by his last name, exclusively calling him by his last name. You had Watson and Burmas back in the day, right? He was always calling up on Watson and Burmas. And um, so, you know, I I, got to say thank you, Jason, for all the work you've done over the years. You know, your films were pretty instrumental in really kind of uh, pushing me on a, uh, I don't even know what you would say. You you, you radicalized, you helped to radicalize me, Jason, back in 2006, 7, I'd say, with Loose Change. Well, how about a journey into doing not only your own research, but a thing I like to call critical thinking into subjects that we have been spoon-fed false narratives on. And that's why I do what I do, man. Like, you know, even before I got into filmmaking, which was really by chance and maybe the law of attraction, I don't know. Uh, I believe in that sort of thing. I don't think you just wish it and it happens. You've got to move towards these things. But I was the guy who was downloading things off the Nutella, Nutella Networks, I was on Morpheus all the time, uh, LimeWire, that type of thing, grabbing like news footage, documents, documentaries, putting them on, burning them on the little discs, running my mouth at parties while we were playing beer pong. And it was the upcoming 2004 election with the skull and bones. Um, What was it? Second cousins on one side, eighth cousins on the other, Yale graduates, blue bloods, you know, occult practitioners, if you will, carrying Mm -hmm. the bush. And... It just, it, it became a part of my life, it became an obsession. You know, that kind of like sounds tongue-in-cheek funny now because a lot of people are aware of Skull and Bones and even the Bohemian Grove, and mm. it's morphed into this nonsense narrative of everybody's in robes with Tom Hanks and Oprah drinking yeah. adrenochrome everywhere, right? It's on mm. South Park. Yep. But before that, people looked at you like, what are you talking about? And then there was that time period where, like yourself, many people started doing their own research, and narratives kind of got out of control and social media was used and not abused, right? And empowered humanity rather than restricted and enslaved them, that double-edged sword that we're seeing now. And people were able to see Loose Change Final Cut or Fabled Enemies. They were able to see Invisible Empire, A New World Order Defined or Shade the Motion Picture. Now those things are so downranked um, if they're not just outright taken even if they get down yeah. and they start getting viral they just take those videos off now it's almost like history has been augmented man because there was a time when that was those were legitimately some of the most important films on the internet at that time right and there still are some of the more important films of the last few decades um you know they were the, i don't know what the view count was 
and if they actually did take down the original video, because I mean, this was on YouTube. What, when, when did you first release Loose Change? So here's the thing with Loose Change. People forget that YouTube was actually a company that originated from some college kids that wasn't funded by DARPA Research or MQTEL or the CIA. Dude, YouTube MQTEL. was amazing back in the day. 2005 to 2008, 2009, YouTube was incredible before it yeah. got monetized. And, and back in the day, just so people understand uh, how revolutionary it was, number one, in order to put up a, a video of more than 10 minutes, you had to get a director's account, which you had to get approved. You actually had to be some kind of legitimate content creator. And back then, content creator didn't mean internet. That meant you actually had to be doing something in the outside world that was recognized that they would give you that channel for it. Yep. So Google came in as a rival with Google Video. Which was uncensored. No censorship back in the day on Google Video, for the most part. Zero. Zero. I mean, it was actually a great search engine. Uh, people forget this, but you know, much like Clubhouse now, if you wanted a Gmail account, you had to exclusively be introduced to one by a buddy. Back in the late 90s, early 2000s, it wasn't for everybody. So, you know, this is before we all had smart devices and everybody was on Android and Chromebooks or any of that had happened. So this was their big move outside of the search engine was we're going to compete with YouTube and we're going to allow you to uh, upload up to four plus hour videos, basically. Mm -hmm. That's, I think that was the cutoff, like four, four and a half hours, and then it would have to break it up. Yep. So people kind of on their own took Loose Change Second Edition and started uploading it. And it just started going mega viral. We're talking about well over 100 million views. It had been put into all these different languages. They, they had a thing called the, the Top 100. And there were, there were times that we literally were seven out of the top ten, mm -hmm. you know, in three different languages. That's how <laughs> dominating it was. And, again, they were then competing, and this is before there were ads running for it. Really, the only yep. ads you were clicking on were the ones that were on sidebars, yep. right? Little click ads for things. Much different time. Eventually, what happens is Google the Leviathan comes in and buys YouTube and yep. absorbs them. And kind of they, they kind of amalgamate into one – and Google Video just delists and takes everything off the uh, Google Video. Google platform. Video has – there were so many documentaries on Google Video. I, I remember seeing Conspiracy of Silence back in 2008 or so about the, uh, the Franklin cover-up, which is – you know that's become quite, uh, quite relevant over the last few years. I mean it's always been relevant, but it just seems that we go in cycles of the same things seem to happen and come to light over and over again. And um, yeah, I mean that, that was amazing back in the day. You could, you could learn about really, really – uh, I wouldn't say cutting edge, but you can learn about stuff. You can learn about whatever you wanted back in the day. And there were real journalists. Like people were, I mean, you guys actually made those films. Uh, you worked your butts off on those films and distributed those really well. And we're like, what the heck happened, man? Where did it, where did it all go? <laughs> well, it got to the point. So, so there was, there's two things there. Number one, it was at a time, even though you were uploading those and sure it was word of mouth, there were some people that just didn't want to watch something on 240p or their internet connection still sucked and there was buffering even on that. And so you had this pixelated kind of downgraded version. So Netflix, which was much different at the time, was this company that was actually mailing out DVDs still, you know? And at, for truth be told, even in my time at InfoWars, both Fabled Enemies and Invisible Empire were carried by Netflix, not as a streaming service, but as hard copy uh, DVDs where I think they had like 800 copies mm -hmm. and they would mail them out and that's how that would work. So Loose Change 
we were kind of able to fund ourselves because so many people wanted this thing and maybe didn't want to burn it yep. even after we gave it to them we gave people permission but to the point where yeah we were selling the individual copies and then we were selling the 10 packs at a discount but we got to a point where we were going 50 stack cd uh or dvd already done no case just hand them out for people you get 50 you get 100 you get 500 packs mm-hmm. people were into it man and again, this was before you rolled up to somebody with your magic box and in 4K you could display Building 7 coming down. Right. You know, I was doing that on a Razer-esque LG flip phone where if you could do that, that was still pretty impressive. So DVDs were a big thing. Yeah, man. We used to, I mean, we used to hand out your DVDs. The, uh, the What's that? Uh, what in the world are they spraying? When that one came out, like uh, we used to give those ones out. We, there, was a, there were a few people in town that would... They would just – they had burners and they would just burn stacks and stacks of these DVDs and then we would hand out flyers. We'd go to the farmer's markets. We'd go to grocery stores, hand out flyers, hand out the DVDs and it was just like – there was a whole underground movement, like a legitimate underground movement of people who were not funded at all. People spending their last dollars, right? Blue-collar workers, people who were you know, concerned about uh, the UN Agenda 21. Uh, ICLE and the, the, those councils that were taking over in, uh, in California and all throughout the United States. This was a time – when I kind of, uh, you know, I mean, the, a lot of this stuff really lit me on fire at the time. And it's been crazy to see how the internet has, the internet has changed a lot. You know, I mean, I didn't even th- uh, intend to take this conversation in this direction. But man, a lot of this stuff seems to, the, the real fervor and that, that fire that was lit in so many people, that does seem to have quelled a lot. Am I wrong? I mean, it seems to have, it's gone. It's like it's gone. gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Let's explain so here's how it happens. And you're so right. So back when we had less technology, right? Because it's really the Cass Sunstein subversion of truth. And we'll get to Cass Sunstein and who he is and what mm-hmm. he wrote about and how all of this was basically subverted into another yes. place. These people's energy and uh, the whole thing ended up being co-opted. There, there are certain things that happened. Number one, we got too far away from 9-11 where people thought everything would just go back to normal under the hope and change guy they sold us. Yeah. They sold us a rock star, yeah. Barry Sotero. He's not Barry. He's rocking Barack. Yeah. You know, and he was going to come in there and cha- change everything. He's the Messiah, man. People wanted to yeah. believe in that hope. Here. That was even there. There was still that sect that thought, you know, Dick Cheney and Rumsfeld and Wolfowitz, that's the evil empire. There's nobody behind them. Once we get past them with this new guy, it's over. Right, yep. because before that, you needed an actual camera, like a bullet cam or, or a handy cam, and people would go to these events and they would confront legitimate people. Now, you know, shout yep. out to Luke Radowski and yes. VR Change and all your chapters out there. Shout out to uh, <clears throat> Student Scholars for 9/11 Truth, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, those are amazing videos. Like you know, Henry Kissinger, uh, even Joe Biden. Remember when when Luke talked to Joe Biden in like 2008 or nine? Twice. Oh, I only remember one. 2007, twice. Okay. It's in my film, uh, Fabled Enemies. And basically, what you're discussing is Joe Biden covering up the fact that the Pakistani ISI, and it's an ex- I've done extensive videos on it since, Pakistani ISI helped fund the hijackers. And they were, their, their leader, the guy who wired this hundred grand to Ada, was in D.C. on the morning of 9 11, in the week of 9 11, and met with Joe Biden. And Joe Biden bragged about it on television. Hmm. This is before he was the vice president. Joey B was a mover and shaker 
back in the day before he became Zombie Jeff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, all these people, I mean, you talk about people getting confronted. Giuliani, Ted Turner, Ted Turner's featured in shape. All these guys yep. um, were getting confronted and they didn't like it. We confronted Ted Turner. Uh, wasn't it, was it Luke that talked to Ted Turner? He confronted him about his depopulation statements, right? It, it was, and so there's two different ones, Ted. And uh, it's Gary and I forget the other guy's name. Okay. I, I'm terrible because it's been years and years and mm -hmm. years. But anybody can watch all this stuff free. Uh, it's in my playlist section uh, at my YouTube channel. And they're, they're also on Rockford. So Shane has the Ted Turner confrontations. And by the way, he's way ahead of the curve on Gates. There's a 20-minute section on Gates and why yeah. you should have been concerned then. But even by then, things had died down. So you get a guy like Cass Sunstein putting on paper that we need to basically take the conspiracy movement, right? And we need to kind of subjugate it. So number one, they give you kind of hope and change with Barack Obama. Remember back then they were still telling you they're going to shut down Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> These weren't forever wars. I mean, Joe Biden said he was going to do it. Barack Obama said he was going to do it. Yep. Hillary Clinton said she was going to do it. All of them up there. And then you had some actual voices that would have legitimately done it, like Mike Gravel, Okay, and then you also had uh, Dennis Kucinich, especially up there, mm -hmm. that read 30 plus articles of impeachment on George Bush and his administration, three of which had to do with 9 11. There were media blackouts yeah. then. Well, didn't but Kucinich also propose a bill to ban uh, geoengineering, weather modification, chemtrails, and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> he was, I forgot about Kucinich, man. Where did he go? Couscous left because it was just so corrupt. Yeah. I used to listen. Kucinich was one of those guys, again, at least he believed what he stood for and he stood up to the machine. Mm. And he was marginalized and demonized for it. And, you know, again, they tried to make him out to a coup. So now you brought in this new establishment figure that if you didn't like, here was the beginning of this new racism narrative mm. that is slowly accumulated. A lot of things going on here. Yep. So then the other narratives that are out there is, you know, especially during this, you know, Barack Obama era, is any kind of criticism is going to be racist. They marginalize talk of the Federal Emergency Management Agency. Mm. They um, marginalize talk of really destabilizing our infrastructure, which went, went on for eight years, bailing out banks. You know, we, we had all that. That was a massive transfer of wealth, yep. even then. It, it's been paled in comparison to this past year. Yeah. But people have to understand, when you have this housing bubble, you had all these people basically renting at high rates and then all these places le leaving and then being scooped up for pennies on the dollar by the predator class and taking it in and then getting bailed out for it. So that was just the beginning stages of corruption. All right. I I'll admit this. Trump, I think, thought he was going in there like a superhero. But this was the time to really co-opt the, uh, the quote unquote conspiracy movement. Now, since 9-11 had gone away and. You know, there weren't people out in the streets for Syria, right? You had yep. Operation Timber Sycamore during the Barack Obama administration. It was cool to bomb everybody, as long as it was a drone and we didn't talk about it. But they were bringing Remember equality. The they were bringing, you know, they were, it was good, right? Just Stephen well, Colbert and all these, all these comedians who used to make fun of Bush so much, they just shut their mouths. And then they started towing the line, too. Oh, look at these people who disagree with Barack Obama must be racist, right? They must be white supremacists, crazy white, uh, white nationalists. Well, white nationalists came later, but it was they're – they're racist. They're generally racist. Yeah. So, so you get to build that narrative. You get, to, you get to actually bomb, kill, and maim brown people. You started to morph – the Al-Qaeda narrative mm -hmm. into an ISIS narrative, right? Mm -hmm. Right, Because Al-Qaeda wasn't working as much, but you still have the terror narrative. Mm -hmm. and, and here's where it starts to get into that Cass Sunstein, 
um, co-opt. Now, you don't have the fervor of the people with the cameras, right, and, and the confrontations. Yep. Instead, later on, it's going to mo- morph into let's let's go with the, the culture war and let's see if we can trigger somebody with a pussy hat on or something, mm-hmm. right? That'll get more views anyway. Mm-hmm. But the real deal is what they did is can you remember what the biggest viral video of 2012 was? Oh, I don't expect you to because it's, fall, it's fallen by the wayside a lot. But yeah. it was a 45-minute video that was basically a propaganda piece to start AFRICOM. Oh! Still, yeah. Oh, what was that guy's know. name? What was the guy's I'm name? I'm going to tell you. Coney. <laughs> it was yes. Coney, Coney 2012. 2012. Coney 2012, man. And I remember watching it and going, wow, this is really well produced. And even I retweeted it out and said, this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. People should, you know, check this out. And then you start finding out that this guy hasn't been seen in five years that they want to send you in forces in here, yeah. <laughs> that they want to go destabilize this region. You know, I, I believe yep. this is, um, I'm not sure if it's before Libya, before they, they uh, go after Gaddafi, but it may have been, Yeah. right? Okay. So now they've taken the phenomenon of loose change and that type of video, and they've morphed yep. it into their own propaganda. They've already done that, Yeah. right? And social media is still kind of rolling out. You know, yeah, they hadn't got the boomers really yet. The boomers weren't yet on social media. They hadn't got grandma on Facebook for the most part yet. And and what did they do with the conspiracy movement now in this they they've got their wars no one's talking about. They've got their propaganda there. What's next? Well, let's make every single celebrity death about the Illuminati mm. and let's have actual fake news sites like the neon nettles of the world and all these ones back in the day that were just printing garbage with no sources. You remember like the Benjamin Fulford and like the, the white dragons are going to save. Thank you. And- <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that you remember Benjamin Fulford. So Dude, Benjamin him Fulford. And, and David Wilcock. Uh, excuse Thank me. We're on, we're on YouTube. David Will Penis. I'm sorry. Um, but you, we've got – and remember, remember Project Camelot. So remember? yes. The alien shit, man, and the 2012 ascension. We're all gonna go to the next dimension, bro. The Illuminati are going down. The aliens are gonna be revealed. That was huge. That took over the internet for several years. So let's talk about because you brought up Benjamin Fulford. We can mm-hmm. go back even further because I interviewed Fulford back in the day because Fulford was a reporter for Forbes, mm-hmm. and at first he was just breaking away from Forbes and talking about. <clears throat> legitimate things in like 2008 2009 then he starts and i've said this many times what is what what will become almost the precursor narrative to q okay Mm. is that there's an underground fight going on between the illuminati and the yakuza Mm. yeah (laughs) these are the the original things and i'm like this is ridiculous the white dragons bro the white dragons are taking them out (laughs) <laughs> and, and he teamed up with Wilcock, who, if you've seen on Ancient Aliens, is a notorious grifter. Yeah. He has secret sources all over. He's endorsed everything for money. He's yeah. garbage. He's one of the few people I call out constantly because that's the type of grifter I can't stand. Yeah. That's the guy leading you down the wrong path of hopium. Mm. So already you have this hopium build. And even then, the Nisara and Gasara thing was already around. I was getting yep. emails about it. Yep. And I always told people, look. If we really had people behind the scenes that were taking down the deep state, 9-11 doesn't happen. The war on terror isn't going. Guantanamo Bay and Abu Ghraib are in a hot spot for raping kids in front of their parents. 
Like, like this is real. Stop with, stop with the, the patty cakes nonsense. It's not easy. We're going to have to fight this. You are. And people want to believe that they don't have to do anything except for type on a message board or listen to a radio show back then. Mm-hmm. And, and that was very much harnessed and realized by these people. Mm. And so when something started to take traction, which from my research, I, I still think that it did start at DEF CON. Um, I, I do think that there is that involvement with w- whether Defango was actually involved, uh, microchip, uh, Dreamcatcher, maybe not. That's Brower. He's a notorious troll. I think something did happen there. Whether Schoenberger may have been involved. Now, they're, they're now starting to talk about that in these Vice documentaries. This is stuff I knew about. Man, I interviewed uh, Defango and Brower. And, and believe me, I, I know they were trying to troll me too and just get me to say things that were ridiculous. Yeah. Um, over two years ago. Like, I, I figured this out. You know, you could figure out it wasn't what people thought it was and whatever it got taken over into in the last depths of it. I mean, you look at people that didn't think that Trump was going to concede or, Oh man, oh, but he's going to, he's going to jump out of the space force vehicle and like fly down like Iron Man and, and like double donkey kick grandpa Joe Biden. And then they're going to beam all the videos from Hillary's laptop into everybody's computers. And we're all going to grab hands and sing Kumbaya. And then the aliens are going to come and give us all a thousand free hit points. <laughs> You're, I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but like half of that's not a joke. Half of that are things that people were actually saying. <laughs> that's half yeah, things like that half people of were saying. Like people were actually saying things like that. Dude. Well, you remember you, you mentioned Cass Sunstein, off. right? And I know I know you know this, right? But I don't think you you mentioned that he actually said, not only do we have to like redirect the movement, we have to infiltrate it and then spread false information in order to do it. That was one of the main things he said publicly in what was it a policy paper at Harvard? Where was that? I think it was a Harvard policy paper. I think yeah, you're absolutely correct. And and you know these universities, whether it be. Harvard or Cornell or Berkeley end up being a mouthpiece for establishment pop propaganda time and time and time and time again. Mm-hmm. And Cass Sunstein's not a good dude, but you, you saw this division, you saw all these people, even when I was at DC in December and January, wearing the Q stuff, believing the nonsense. And brother, I'll say it again. You know, you, you talked before we got together on what are the solutions. The solution is in the mirror. I hate to tell you, but you've you got to step up to the plate. It's not typing. It's not trying to decode some video with a bunny in the background <laughs> and following a white rabbit. Look, I've been down so many of these rabbit holes. The occult angle, it's real. That's why I do yeah. videos on it. But yeah. I don't talk about things that are not real. You know, mm. people don't get that. They go, wait, have you changed your position? I go, no. I just don't accuse people of things because they posted something weird on the internet and somebody said they did something. I actually look into, oh, are there police reports? Well, that's a, well, once I see the police report on people like Ed Murray, the Seattle mayor, after you see the convictions on people like Anthony Weiner, when you have a judge saying that uh, Dennis Hassard is a serial child molester, I think that might be enough. When, when Dennis Hassard is protecting people like Mark Foley, who's going on the Chris Hansen have a seat show and saying that he's championing um, children's rights and children's protections acts. And months later it comes out the guys, uh, you know, sexually uh, uh, texting 15 year old boys. Mm. Like, like that's enough. We don't have to talk about anything else. Like, right. like give me the evidence 
not what they posted on social media in 1986 when it right. didn't exist. Well, even like, even like people talk about Oprah, right? And the Oprah, oh, it's Oprah. She's drinking the babies. Oprah's making baby smoothies every morning. But it's like you don't even have to go there. It's like she what? She did have associations with the John of God cult. I mean, just simply, I mean, simply exposing that would have been huge. What happened to that? He was arrested for child child trafficking for having uh, human baby farms and was carrying uh, tons. Of, what was it like a bag full of emeralds uh, on the airplane when he got arrested? He had like a million dollars worth, some ten million dollars worth of emeralds. Yeah, I mean that that that's like standard, you know, intelligence agency, uh, you know, international intrigue type behavior. We could have gotten into that, but then no, it became Oprah wants to make baby smoothies and you know she's she's doing this and that and she's going to Mars and there's bases on Mars and the, the kids are being taken to Mars. It's like it all it's just all you have to do is any any single real thing, you send one person out there to give you some, you know, seventy percent good information and then throw twenty to thirty percent complete nonsense buffoonery. And then if you poison the well, I mean, this is classic disinformation tactic and they get used over and over again on various movements. And it's like, you, you know, you're somebody who's been involved in all this stuff for so long. I mean, you must have a thousand and one stories, uh, which, you know, we're, when we go, you guys, we're on YouTube. We're going hard on YouTube. We're going super hard for YouTube and we're going to go, we're going to go harder over on Rockfin, guys. You got the Rockfin logo behind Jason Burmis over there. He's Jason Burmis on Rockfin as well. I've got the Rockfin channel going. The Rockfin is simulcasting right now and probably in about 15, 20 minutes max, we're going to have to jump over there so we don't have to be biting tongues anymore, right? Uh, and Jason Burmis, he, he, he does not bite tongues. He, he does not bite tongues. But but you know I, we we're gonna we're gonna be going deeper over there and uh, there's no holds barred on Rockfin you know they're not they're not censoring us they allow us to actually monetize it they give us real view counts they don't actually they don't uh, throttle the shit out of your channel as soon as it gets thrown on the naughty list like I know your channel which has been around for a long time has had that happen to it majorly um, you know they they don't recommend your videos to me even though I try to click on them all the time when I see them uh, so Rockfin is over there they can you can monetize on Rockfin and you guys support us by going over to Rockfin. We're going to be going exclusively live on Rockfin in about 15, 20 minutes, and we're going to be going deep. We're going to be going hard. We're going to be talking about the uh, the vaccine passports. We're going to be talking about the last couple of years, the COVID narrative, the uh, national security state that Jason Burmis has been documenting for, what, two decades now, transitioning into the biosecurity state, right? You got DHS entering your bloodstream now, and we're going to get deep into this stuff. Uh, you guys go over there to Rockfin. We're simulcasting there, and then we're going to be going live. I'm going to say, let's say 15 minutes, we're going live on Rockfin. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, guys. So please uh, also support via if you're on YouTube, support via the uh, Streamlabs. If you got questions for myself or Mr. Burmis here, and uh, throw those out. Let me, uh, Jason. Do you mind if I read a couple super chats here while we uh, while we charge up for the uh, for the Rockfin transition? No problem. And I do want to remind people one of the other cool things about Rockfin is you don't have to be a premium subscriber to watch the free stuff and tip mm-hmm. and. What's cooler than uh, that is on YouTube with Super Chats. Obviously, it has to be while the live stream is going. You can tip on any video at any time on Rockfin. So somebody comes across your video a week later, they can still drop a tip that comes your way, which is really cool. Boom, boom. And hey, you know what else is really cool? When you tip, 30% doesn't go to social engineering you into being a retarded, idiot, slobbering, drooling, uh, uh, hyper-vaccinated troglodyte. So, you know, you don't give money to Google and YouTube and the Googlog when you do that. So the same thing with uh, with the Super Chats over there with uh, Streamlabs. Streamlabs is pretty cool. It's allowed us to kind of be able to support the stream and make it worth it. But Rockfin is the future, guys. It's the present and the future. It's the present for Burn. 
Firmus. It's the future for us over here. So um, we got a couple of Streamlabs to read right here. Gen Z Philosophy. Thank you so much for those Streamlabs last stream. I didn't get to read those. He said, I got my first jab up the butt, but the second one directly in my testicles because they said it would be more effective. Still got the double face diaper just in case. That's good, man. You're um, you're on track to being a good global citizen. Many, many social credits to you and your family and your androgynous sexual object partner. Um, here we go. We got another one from Gen Z Philosophy. And where did that go? There it is. Uh, so I already got that Moderna double dose in my booty and balls. Do you think getting Pfizer and AstraZeneca also would be worth it? In that I can get three Krispy Kremes daily instead of one and be three times as protective. Give me a serious answer. Um, you know, you're going to have to answer that yourself, man. That's a deep philosophical question. Maybe you're going to have to consult your uh, consult your Alexa. Uh, Exposing Powerful Lies live streams donate six bucks. He says, I've been a longtime supporter of Jason Burmes's work. So I was very happy when I saw the title of today's stream. So cool. Thank you, Jason, for all the great work. And thank you, Tristan, for being a brave and strong trans woman that inspires me every day. That's right, man. Thank you. Um, Jason doesn't, he didn't know, but I did, you know, I, I, you're, not a, you're not one of the big bigots in the chat all the time. So I am a woman. I'm a lesbian woman. I'm also a Latina. Latina woman, you can't tell because I have the top button is not buttoned right now. So I'm a, I am a thick Latina, and uh, thank you very much. Exposing powerful lies. Uh, he says also feeling grateful for Rockfin. Uh, it's bringing the best voices on YouTube together these days. We desperately need a Rockfin where we can speak freely. God bless and Godspeed, gentlemen. Thank you very much, my man. Gen Z philosophy says, wait, you guys are seriously shilling against the White Dragon. I strongly suggest you guys might be in league with the Archons. <laughs> Yeah, boy. All right, we got one more. Hey, on Rockfin, we're getting tipped up on Rockfin. Yeah, guys, thank you. There we go. That's that's even better. You guys know what's up on Rockfin. Tipping over there. John World sent a twenty dollar tip. Thank you, John. Aaron Swan sent a five dollar tip. So keep up the good work. Can't wait to listen on here. Thank you very much. I think there was another one. Let me scroll down there. Um, you guys make sure. I'm sure you guys are already following Burmus over there on Rockfin. Uh, make sure to follow me as well. And then, uh, hey, if you want the premium content, we're going to have some more premium content to come. And Burmus has got tons of it up there. If you want access to his premium content, Jay Dyer, a.k.a. Young Boomer, the second best rapper in the world after your boy Lil AIDS here. Uh, he's, uh, he's over there. You also got, um, who else? Whitney Webb, uh, Richard, uh, Richard Grove. I mean, it's just, just, a, uh, just a list of all the legit people somehow got over there on Rockfin. And now, now I'm over there. I'm, I'm surrounded by, by uh, people that I respect and people that I enjoy being around. So we're stoked on it. John Pro, tip five bucks, says, Yo, Burmus, what do you think about that string of psyop? We're gonna, okay, we're going on. We're, that's going to be for uh, Rockfin only. <laughs> uh, Aaron Swan says, keep up the good work. Can't wait to listen on here. All right, that's it, guys. There we go. Um, YouTube audience. We're like T minus five minutes from being Rockfin exclusive. We're going over to Rockfin. We can say what we want. You can say what you want in the Rockfin chat. Hey, don't be a bunch of don't be a bunch of Spurgs in the chat though, right? Like keep it keep it real. Keep it good over there in the chat. Don't go ruin. Don't go try and ruin a new a new platform over there. I wish I could moderate some of you people, but I can't moderate the chat over there on Rockfin yet. Not um, yet. They're going to improve that. In fact, um, we're finally going to get hopefully I think within the next couple of weeks an Android app, and then on top of that, they finally. Uh, added casting to the um, iOS app. So you can get it on your TV. A lot of people were asking for that. Look, it's still, you know, a very, very young platform, but the last year plus that I've been on it, it has really changed my world. And just the fact that you're able to live stream is also a game changer because that's how we need to be able to reach people. That is 
the future, getting on these things and getting to it as soon as possible so we can spread legitimate information and combat these false narratives that we're drowning daily. Boom, boom. And that, you know, that's why I, I've been so inspired by your work on Rockfin, man. And that was, was I told my wife, she actually got in touch with, uh, with a crew on Rockfin. Shout out to you guys on Rockfin. Uh, I told Jessica, I said, you know what, this, this is legitimate. Look what Burmis is doing over here. He's brought a huge audience over there. I saw how you were getting throttled on YouTube, right? Like your lives would only have like 60 people watching all of a sudden. It's like, Man, like this, like this dude's put in the work, and they're they're just they did the same thing to my channel slowly, and I wasn't even going as hard as you. Mine just happened to have the name Health in it, right? I dared to have the word Health when the coof started, and I knew that we're, I knew they were going to clamp down. I tried to keep my mouth shut for a few years. I tried to be nice and just stay online. You know, it, it, it's gotten to the point where no matter who you are. They're coming for you. If you have anything real to say at all, if you are not completely brain dead and just psychotic, uh, you know they're coming for you, and they're going to kick your ass to the back of the algorithm. So, Jason, you've done a great job on Rockfin, man. I love the the hot take streams. Um, you know, you've been uh, covering a lot of stuff lately and doing a great job at it. So, everybody who you're watching on YouTube now. We're about to kick the stream on YouTube. We're cutting the stream on YouTube. If you're watching this later on and you want the second half on Rockfin, uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged with Jason Burmis, the legend himself, uh, click on the, lo the link down below. And there's also a link in the chat for, uh, for you guys. So you guys on, on YouTube, thank you for watching. Transferring over to Rockfin. Free to watch it on Rockfin right now. You just make a free account. All you need is an email, right? They're, they're less, they, they vet you less than YouTube does to make an account, right? All you need is an email. And uh, that's where we're going right now, guys. Stream on YouTube is cutting. Thank you guys for watching on YouTube. Uh, if this is allowed to stay up by the, uh, the good philanthropists, grown-ups uh, at YouTube, and they allow us children to, to keep this video up, then you're going to find the second half of it exclusively on Rockfin, where you can find other creators like Jason Burmis, who also has a YouTube channel that's highly suppressed. Go check out his YouTube channel. I'm going to make sure to put a link in after the stream here. Excuse me for not having that in there already, Mr. Burmis. But you guys, we're done on YouTube. Bye-bye, YouTube. We're going to go talk about what we want to talk about without having to uh, you know, zip our lips, bite our tongue. And, uh, and feel like we lose part of our integrity by simply being on your stupid, terrible social engineering platform that has ruined the internet. You've ruined the internet, YouTube. Screw you. But not you viewers. We love you guys. Come watch on Rockfin. We're out. All right. Let's see.